Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted podcast where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and we're heating up here. So come on down, stop on by, hopper carpet, and fly to another Broad Wasted podcast. This is Bar Sun, the best Sunny can buy. So we're going to hit the hot. All sands on deck. Joining us today, the usual sand dollars, including Kevin Sand Hotel Jager. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kimberly, our Danny and Sandy game master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. Hello. <laughs> and with us today is someone you may have seen on Broadway in The Lion King, Les Mis, or of course Aladdin. Uh, let's give him a big broad wasted welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the show. Adam Draco. Hey. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> welcome. Hey, how you doing? Good. Very good. How are Thank you? you for joining us. I'm good. I'm straight from the sands of Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, before we get started, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are we drinking? A little, little hard cider, a little strongbow action. Oh, I love strongbow. <laughs> we used to drink liters of it in London. And like, I literally mean like we'd buy like the two liter bottles of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. yeah. That sounds great. <laughs> or it wasn't, I guess it wasn't leaders over there, or was it? I don't remember. Anyway, it was delicious. Uh, Kimberly, what are you drinking? Um, I have the 11 o'clock number. Patty yes. Mirren and Holland Wine. Nice. How is, is that? Is it good? That is, that actually great, yeah. Collins, yeah, it's Patty and Collins Wine from Knocking Point, and it is a really great uh, brew. They uh, make their own wine, and then it's every uh, wine that they make is for a specific cause. And so, you buy yeah. that wine, it, it goes toward different causes. Like, I love that. I love that. It's only intermission. Yes. And, and it says on there, Kimberly, what the wine goes to, right? Yes. Proceeds from the sales of this wine will go to causes benefiting the Broadway community while we await a safe return to the stage this year. So, the more I drink, the closer to Broadway we go. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. yeah the more you black out and the closer you get to <laughs> that exactly yeah. kevin what are you drinking uh i felt like going back to like my like early college days so i'm drinking a rum and coke which feels <laughs> strangely okay with me in a moulin rouge glass in a moulin rouge glass 100 oh, that's nice oh, amazing Beautiful. which um, when i saw the show it was a triple champagne just so you know. <laughs> just so um, everyone knows how Kevin sees shows. <laughs> uh, that show, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm drinking the Allagash River Trip Ale Ooh. in my little Yeti uh, container from via Kimberly. Thank you again. Yay! Love that. Um, it will stay cold. Well, it it really does. Winter, Although it's not going to get warm, but <laughs> I know. But also, like you said, because the holder is so heavy or has a weight to it, I I definitely get. Um, tricked into thinking that there's more in here when it's empty. Yeah. 
I'm learning. Um, but <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. We're super excited to talk to you about everything, including the new film that you're in. Um, but first, what's your favorite musical? Uh, favorite musical, I think West Side Story has been my, my go-to as of late. So yeah. did you did you grow up on the movie? Like, okay, when you think of West Side Story, do you think of the movie or do you think of the stage? Like the order of songs in your head, which one is right. it? Well, it's definitely the movie that goes through my mind when I when I think of that show. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm definitely on the same page in terms of the movie as <laughs> what I think of. Um, you were just talking about West Side Story the other day. <laughs> I was. I was. Um, what um, did you grow up on movie musicals more than seeing shows? Like what like really got you into it? What did you see that was like? Oh, I'm gonna do that. I want to do that. Yeah. So my parents took me to all the touring shows that came through San Francisco. Because uh, mm-hmm. I grew up in Half Moon Bay, just south of the city. Oh, cool! And, and um, you know, I saw a bunch of shows. I saw Cats. I saw I saw Yul Brenner and The King and I, like, like one, of final, one of his final performances. When I was cool. kind of dating, I'm dating myself a little bit, but uh, <laughs> but that, that really kind of that can really kind of uh, put the 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 got the wheels in motion, I should say. Sure. Um, and and then. Um, you know, really it was in high school where I got the bug as they, as they say, and I was casting all the musicals and shows there. And that's when I kind of knew that I wanted to do it. Cool. Do you remember your first trip to New York and what you saw? If you did. I saw Beauty and the Beast. That was my oh. first one. Yeah. Disney. Cool. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Good precursor um, to your Disney career. <laughs> Uh, no, so I was the kid that grew up and like I did all like the theater camps and like the performances and stuff like that. And like my brothers and sisters were very like I have a one brother and two sisters and they were very supportive, but they're all tone deaf, like actually comically okay. tone deaf. So like what was it like being the guy yeah. that did the shows with like the sister who was like also really talented? <laughs> Yeah, we're, I mean, we're not, like, on the level of, like, the Osmonds, you know? I mean, <laughs> we got you a morning show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we would have to have my dad be a part of the family, to, I mean, be a part of the group, and, and he's tone deaf, so that wouldn't have worked <laughs> out, you know? Um, but I definitely got it from my mom. You know, she's very artistic, and with the, we did the whole church choir thing growing up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then... My sister actually started singing before me, and we were part of the Razzle Dazzle Kids. Uh, is yes. song and dance group, Go Jazz Hands. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I joined the group with her, and that's that's kind of how it started there. Like, were there those moments that were like, I will not sing this song with my sister? Like, <laughs> well, when first joining, I was like, I don't know if I wanted to join to be to hang out with my sister, right? But. Sure, right. Um, I was at the age where the girls were starting to look a little cute. So it's like, okay, all right, I'll I'll check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Totally. That makes sense. (laughs) Um, So let's flash forward to years later. You, you're, um, let's, let's talk about you. You, let's say you finished Aladdin and, or or at least for the time being, Mm -hmm. um, looking back on your experience with Aladdin, like, what do you, what are you going to remember the most? What, what, what do you hope that like that experience that you had gave to other people? Like, I guess like give us a mini retrospective looking back on it now. Oh man. I mean, looking back on it now, it's, it was a whole seven year journey really yeah. from the initial readings, uh, developmental readings to when I played the, the, fi- the first year of the national tour, um, you know, all the way from it, from Seattle to Toronto to Broadway to the tour everywhere in between. So, um, it was, it's such an epic part of my life looking back, you know, it's like this huge chapter and it completely changed my life, you know, from when I started to, and to be able to, to perform on the Tonys, to have a category in Jeopardy where I got to do a clue. Um, you know, I, it was like, I got to do so many amazing, I got to be a judge on the bachelorette, you know, it's like crazy stuff. Um, and <laughs> I forgot about that episode. That was so good. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's the kind of thing where it's like, you, you have to pinch yourself and be like, did that really happen? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of how it affected people, I, or it, you know, it, it really just affected me in such a way that, um, 
I was, I just felt honored to be a part of the, the Disney, you know, the history of it, because, you know, you have these super D- Disney fans, first mm-hmm. of all, who are like, you know, you better, you better do this right. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Um, and I felt like we, we did it, we, we did well and we paid homage to the, to the film. And, and we also, you know, did the whole musical theater comedy spin on it and plus taking it back to its original vision. So it's like, all this amazing uh, things that that just kind of fell into place, and Aladdin was a was a character I loved growing up, and I watched that movie for you know it was probably my favorite Disney film. So um, it's just incredible that that it worked out that way. Do you um, does it feel like a lifetime ago? <laughs> yeah, it does now because my I have twin boys; they're seven, and uh, they were they were born first day of rehearsal for Aladdin. What? Uh, yeah. like a time capsule or like a yeah. memory of like a timeline, a living well, weird, timeline yeah. of your the timeline. Literal timeline, their lives ran parallel to my Aladdin. Wow. Right? So th- that's really weird to think about because I look at them now and, and how much they change in like a week, you know? And mm. so like, it's really to measure, now I'm measuring time as a father. It's like, it's, it's crazy. Do you, think, wild. Be, do you think becoming a dad like changed your performance yeah yeah for sure um you know because i was doing proud of your boy uh in seattle and toronto and then when they once they were born i had a totally different perspective obviously as a parent singing that song um so yeah like my my whole show just kind of changed and grew as i grew and and that was kind of amazing you know and what a cool experience to get to like show your boys like the disney movie and be like this movie your dad did that on Broadway. Like, yeah, you know, they, they, saw the show. they saw the show. They saw it in New York a couple of times and they saw it um, on the, on the road. Mm-hmm. And they actually toured with me on the road, which is awesome because oh, wow. they weren't in school yet. So oh, my, sure. my, my wife and I, yeah, we did a whole year, you know, we played five cities in the one year. So it's not even a tour. It's just like multiple. Sure. And uh, it, it was, it was awesome. It was, it was like the best experience ever, you know? Cool. Well, can you talk a little bit about the differences of playing Aladdin on the road versus, and I, I know it was, it's not the the typical kind of road experience, as you mentioned, because um, you did a lot of, you just did like major sit downs. Um, yeah. Can you talk about the the kind of the experience of playing Aladdin on the road versus like stationary in New York, the, the, the kind of the audience reactions and, 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 you know, um, uh, routines that you would have to change up? Uh, well, in, in terms of audience reactions, they were massive every night, right? Um, not to say that that Broadway audiences aren't like that, but if the, when I when I got to play my hometown of San Francisco, cool. I mean, I was a I was a literal rock star. Like, for we were there for six months, or no, six sorry, eight weeks, two months. We were there for two months, and it was like it, it, amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we played Seattle, we played Minneapolis, we played, um, you know, just these big cities, LA, we played LA, we finished LA. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, um, I, I really felt like the energy that they, they appreciated us coming to their towns and they were just eating it up. They, they, they loved it all. And, um, you know, in terms of me having this change, the difference I feel like in performance wise, uh, you know, I had, I had a different cast, first of all, right. I had a, sure. a new cast and a lot of them were actually a lot younger. So I kind of felt like the, the veteran coming in and, uh, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of was like, all right, you know, I, it was weird. Cause I was like, I, they all knew me as, as playing Aladdin. And mm-hmm. I, I felt like they were kind of like looking up to me too much. I'm like, guys, please don't stop. You know, stop, stop that. I, you know, I just want to be with you guys and, and experience the show and you don't have to like pretend I'm this like amazing person or whatever, you know, just mm-hmm. like, <laughs> so, cause we, we worked together and, and, and we, we really made the show our own on the road as well. And, um, I loved working with Izzy, Izzy McCalla mm-hmm. and she was my Jasmine and oh, awesome. yeah, she was fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we made it our own, we did it and, you know, it was just like the perfect ending to my Aladdin career just to be able to play my hometown and to do the first year of the national tour, you know, was like just the perfect ending. I felt like. Cool. So you said Seattle, San Francisco, Minneapolis. Yeah. Did you, did you ever play Tuesdays in the corner with Kevin? Kevin's corner. (laughs) 
<laughs> Welcome to Kevin's Corner. Adam. That we're, works much better in person. We, we're, we're, try, we're trying to, like we're, tr- we're doing our best here. <laughs> it has now been almost a full year of trying to do that on Zoom, and it has yeah. gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> well, Regardless, Adam, welcome to Kevin's Corner, where I like to do whatever I like to do, just a fun, zany, kind of weird, kind of question world. So today is the name game. So uh, I played on your first name. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to, the way this is going to work is I'm going to say, wait, aren't you, and I'm going to describe someone, and you're going to say, no, that's not me, that's and then say the person it actually is who shares the same first name as you. Oh, okay. Okay. So other people named Adam. Yeah. That, is, that is the category. Okay. The category. So the first one, wait, aren't you the comedian and actor known for happy Gilmore and Billy Madison? <laughs> no, that's Adam Sandler. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wait, Aren't you the accomplished actor of stage and screen that appeared in the marriage story in the Star Wars saga? Oh, no, that's Adam. Uh, uh, shoot, I'm blanking on beep, it. Beep, honk, honk. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, what's his name? Uh, you do this in a car? Honk, honk, beep, beep. Driver, Adam Driver, thank you. Oh, that is Adam Driver. You're right, you're right, right. <laughs> I'm going to need help. I'm, I'm horrible with this stuff. You're doing great. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> aren't you the artist who rose to prominence on American Idol and has become an incredible vocalist and LGBTQIA plus activist? Yeah, no, that's that. No, you're thinking of Adam Lambert, I think. Ah, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, but wait, aren't you the super sexy lead singer of Maroon 5 and the popular judge on The Voice? Oh, that's Adam Levine, I think. Oh, right. Of course, of course. Duh, right. It's it's really awkward that you don't know who our guest is. (laughs) (laughs) But but, but wait, aren't you known for playing the role of Ben Wyatt on Parks and Recreation? Oh, uh, that would be Adam. I need help. I don't know that. I forget. What does, do you know Back to the Future? Yeah. What does Doc say? What's his line? Marty. Oh, great what? Great Scott, Adam Scott. There it is. <laughs> Wait, aren't you the person known for play the original person for playing the Dark Knight Batman Bruce Wayne? Oh, that's Adam West. Ah, yes, 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 you're right. You're right. West. But wait, aren't you the first man ever created by God? And didn't your rib create Eve? Yeah, that's me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's me. Nailed it in one. <laughs> no, that's Adam from the Bible. Oh, yeah, right. Adam first of all. Adam, Adam Bible. Adam Bible. Adam Bible. Wait, aren't you the American stage actor known for playing Henry in Next to Normal, Boy and Peter in the Star Catcher, and Nino and Amelie? Uh Adam Costello? No, I Adam Adam I can't remember. Adam Chandler Barrett? Adam Chandler Barrett. That is who you are. Great. I've seen him perform. He's good. Wait. Aren't you the Adam that while attending St. Ignatius College Preparatory was fortunate enough to be cast in the leading roles of Billy Bigelow in Carousel, Drummond in Tear at the Wind, and Marius and Fanny and Che and Evita? That's me. That you is are. you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one. Wait. Aren't you the musical by Andrew Lippa that's an adaptation of the TV show that was an adaptation of a cartoon single panel about a spooky family? <laughs> the Adams family? Ah, there it is. And that's been Kevin's Corner. Wait, I love how many of these, you said a lot of the second words in your question. Yes. <laughs> I love uh, it. Uh, 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 uh. But well, well done. You, you survived Kevin's Corner. Woo! I was also very impressed by your range of roles in this ah. program. Mm, yes, I, I have... Uh, 
played a wide variety of roles due to my multi-ethnic heritage. Yeah, I was very <laughs> impressed. I was like, wow, they really put you through the ringer to make sure that you like really could do it before they gave you a degree. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's amazing. So, so um, let's talk a little bit about the movie that you're currently. So, and I guess you'll always be in that movie, but it's new. So it's current. Oh, yeah. Film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Film's crazy, right? Um, weird. This performance um, you did that exists forever. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it was my first time doing this show. And my producer was like, let's tape it. Let's have like, let's have like five GoPros and like three camera. And let's just do like, like, let's just tape it. See what happens. So Is it's like, that's how it happened. It was a cabaret in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. It was at Vitello's in Los Angeles. Okay. And it was like two years ago now, almost. Um, it was December. And it was uh, behind the curtain was the name of the show. And that's mm-hmm. the name of the film as well. And I you know, decided to do this show while I was also filming um, another film by the same producer called Last Call in the Doghouse. Sure. Supposed to be coming out, um, you know, pretty soon as well. So those two things kind of coincided. And and, um, so, but behind the curtain was this new concept. It was kind of like, we like to call it the the docu-concert because, you know, it was, there were little interviews kind of spliced in and pictures from my past. And, and I got to talk about my career and, and really kind of go more in depth and, and, and talk about, you know, personal things. And, and so it was an opportunity to really just kind of go there. And, um, and I had fun with it. It was, you know, mostly Broadway in the beginning, but then I kind of segue into like some pop and rock, which I think will surprise some, some of the fans out there. Sure. Um, you know, talking about showmances and all kinds of fun stuff. So, uh, yeah, I hope people, it, we don't have a release date just yet, but, mm-hmm. uh, keep an eye out and it'll be, it'll be coming out soon. Cool. And then talk a little bit about last call in the doghouse. Um, yeah. uh, cause we, that's something that we're, we're looking forward to as well. Um, talk a little bit about that film, what we can expect from it, uh, when it, when, uh, when, when we can uh, see it. Yeah. So last call in the doghouse, I, I kind of like to say it's, it's a little bit, um, touched by an angel, a little bit twilight zone. Um, there's with a little bit of sci-fi element in this, in the sense that I play a part of this family that is, uh, omniscient, I'll say. And, uh, and we own this bar in New York city. And basically we, at last, at last call, people will come in and they are in need of us, of our assistance essentially. And we, and we help them and we save them in a way. And so when I, when I read the pilot, when I read it, uh, it was originally written as sort of like this episodic, you know, pilot mm-hmm. and, uh, and they decided to then make it into a, a film because, you know, why not? Um, and, um, I was really brought in by that sort of idea, just the idea that, you know, you have this, uh, I play Mo who, who is, um, is short for Moses and he's, you know, kind of an adopted part of this biblical family in a way. Mm. And, and he's there, you know, he was human, you know, anyway, like, so he's there to really, um, to help out. He's a, he's a bartender, but at, at different points, we all kind of tag team and we will go, we will jump in time. You know, we'll go to Nazi Germany. We will, you know, we, we go uh, to Afghanistan and, and 
uh, with for the war veterans. So it's like we we kind of jump around and and try to help this person uh, work through their demons and and cool. save. But yeah, so it, it was a really cool idea. That's called it's called Last Call in the Doghouse. And um, I think Bruce, the writer, Bruce Reisman, who, who directed it and wrote it, um, you know, he's he's been around. He's been around a, a while. He's he's great, great to work. But then he's working on a sec, a sequel. And I think he wants to make it a trilogy, actually. So we'll we'll see how if that, you know, when and if that happens. Well, will the second one be called I Swear This Is The Last Call at the Doghouse? <laughs> yeah, no, I think the next one is, um, what is it? What did he want to call it? Uh, in, in Dog We Trust, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Doghouse, obviously, is the, you flip that and you understand sure. what, what the plot is. So, um, yeah, the yeah. Third, the I, third one is please leave. Please leave. <laughs> yeah. Doggone it. Yeah. That's what yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. Should we, should we play a game? Yes. Sure. I mean, I, I, I was very surprised at how well I did in the last game. I'm not, I'm not really normally that good. So <laughs> we'll a see. Last, how that goes. A last gamey of a game. I made up a game after watching, WandaVision all week and then also talking about Disney with all of the children at work. So uh, okay. we're going to play a game called A Whole New World. Okay. And we're each going to get a chance to create a new fantasy fairy tale land. Okay, loves. But then also um, sort of how you would set a musical in that land. Okay. So what I have in front of me, so you'll each get to choose. I have two categories. And since we are not together and we can't pick out of a hat... Choose a number between one and four, and I'll give okay. you two of these little things. Um, one is like the location of your fantasy land. Okay. Or just kind of the essence of it. And one is the kind of musical it might be. Ooh, okay. And then I also have a stack of Lights of Broadway show cards if you need any inspiration. Ooh, Broadway show cards. Wait, what, what are those? Those are actually like. Yeah, they're Broadway trading cards. Oh, they're Broadway trading cards. Yes, yes, yeah. By Squigs. I have you in here somewhere, I'm sure. Love it, love it. Awesome. Okay. Um, Brian, do you want to go first? I would love to. Great. A num- or two numbers between one and four. I'm going to go double threes. Double threes. Brian, you are going to have to create for me a fantasy realm set in the golden age of musical theater. Okay, okay. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, is that... Wait, so my fantasy realm is golden age and my theme is golden age? You get it to yourself. Almost together, because I just said golden age musical and then just fantasy realm. Because I was trying oh. to differentiate between the others and I was like, well, it could not be Earth. But like in the way Game of Thrones is a fantasy version of Earth. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, fantasy so that, that way. All right. Okay, it. understand. So it's understand. like Middle Earth or like Top Earth or like Bottom Earth. Or like <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like yeah. Okay, so in my fantasy land, um, the highest of all uh, occupations is the actor, and all the actors are unicorns. Um, And uh, but when they step on stage, they transform into their human form, Um, and the and and everyone and and everybody in the land is like Game of Thrones fights, like like. <clears throat> you know the 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 dwarves don't like the um the um uh, the orcs and the orcs don't like the hobbits and and they, they all fight and whatever um but the one thing that brings them all together are the unicorn troop and the, and and <clears throat> and so um within this land it's like a musical within a a a like fantasy land so the musical is <laughs> yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. The musical is they a, build out the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The musical is a golden age musical that everybody is attending. All of the races of this land are attending. Okay, um, and it's kind of like we sing in Sillyville concept, where like they get everybody to like work together, um, and they see themselves reflected in this. Um, wow. And so the unicorns uh, do a golden age type of musical and they take the form of the people like um, your favorite golden age stars, like Mary Martin and um, <coughs> Ethel Merman. And like, who can I show you? Yeah. Um, and I like Rex like Harrison. Run in Germany, but it won't do <laughs> very well on Broadway. 
What? Like this well in Germany. This show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We rent. Wait, Kevin. I don't think you understand. We rented out the Starlight Express space exclusively for this run. I was like, there's no stage for this in New York. I was like, ah, but Germany will love. Yeah. The the Lord of the Rings set is still in Toronto. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and th- they will also do this. This actually tours really well because there are a lot of these like empty spaces across the country that like they can just use in like gymnasiums and 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 conference centers and stuff like that. Um, so that is um that is my fantasy golden age musical. Your show's yeah. What's it called? What's it called? Unicorn Troop. <laughs> <laughs> the unicorn troop. Unicorn troop. What's like the what's the standout song? Like what's the single on the album? Oh, um, we're all in this okay. together. We're all in this together. Great. Is the uh is the standout song? High um and not, it's not related to high school musical. No, no, it, it's not. They actually some some performances they just do high school musical because that brings <laughs> a lot of people together. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, well, they they adapt the music. They take the pop out and they they, right, they right. it's like a it's a ballad. The now golden age version of High School Musical, of course. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then uh, and it's this was, musical is like one step away from Pillow Talk. It's yeah, just yeah. One step. <laughs> then this is in the style of um, of Guys and Dolls. Uh, of course. Yeah, Frank Lesser really did a number on this one. Woof. Cool. All right, Kevin. Two numbers between one and four. All right, let's do one and four. Just to- cool. <laughs> Kevin will be creating for us an immersive space musical. Okay. Ooh. So I don't know. Top top unicorn oh, troop. Kevin. I thought you meant an immersive space. I was like, ah, a space that's immersive. You're like, no, oh no, immersive space. 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 Okay. A space musical okay. that is immersive. So obviously, the first thing that needs to happen uh-huh. is when you walk into the theater, you hand your ticket, and the usher hands you a pair of those moon boots that were so cool in like the nineties. That you like thought you were walking on the moon because you were just walking on those rubber bands, like rubber bands that like our parents hated putting those shoes together because it took like two hours to put the shoes together and we broke them in 10 minutes. But anyways, <laughs> so you all get those moon shoes and you walk in. So you're just like walking around like this. And then all of the actors are instructed to use the like largest vibrato they can <laughs> space. <laughs> So, like, the entire piece is written to be um, about the first, like, voyage to space. But all of the actors are, like, singing, like, the the Houston, like, what's happening in Houston, like, Houston, like, the control center. And what's happening in, like, the space shuttle. And then there's one actor who's playing the space shuttle. But they were just, like, as you get further away from Earth, use more vibrato. So it's just like as they get further and further away, they're like, we are here. And then it just becomes the crazy vibrato musical. And the show is called um, To the Moon We Go. And as like the O's go, it's like more wavy of the O's to show the vibrato story. Nice. Uh, Wonderful. What's the hit song? And the hit song is called... um, uh, We're all in this together. The, <laughs> the, the, the hit sh- the hit song is called "The Man in the Moon," and then the vibrato of the moon it just changes every time, no matter what singer sings it, based on how much gravity. And can you t- uh, can you tell me who the lead is? Absolutely. Uh, it is stop. Mandy Gonzalez. Oh, oh cool. Mandy Gonzalez, and who's her co-star? And stop. Laura Dreyfus. Mandy Gonzalez and Laura Dreyfus are the moon ladies. Absolutely. The moon ladies. The, the moon. women in the moon. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. And that, that's the moon musical. The moon musical. Well, Adam, would you like to pick two numbers between one and four? Yeah, I guess two hasn't been done yet, right? Correct. So two and uh, four, I guess. Perfect. Kevin just picked four. Okay, so two and three? Two and three. Let's see. Okay. 
I need a historical fiction musical that is a jukebox musical. (laughs) (laughs) Historical jukebox. Let's see. Um, Let's see. Where should we go in history? Um, I think we should go to, let's see, Roman times, Egyptian times. Let's go Egyptian. Egyptian's fun, right? Yeah, Yeah. for sure. So we're in Egyptian time. I mean, you're super into sand. uh, Uh, Yeah, right? (laughs) Of sand. (laughs) (laughs) It's on the brain and in my brain. Uh, sand. I do Uh, love that you immediately went to the sand world. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, because Egyptian history is fascinating. So you're going to have mummies. You got to have mummies. You're going to have mummies dancing to uh, Love Shack. And, um, you know, so we're going to go. Oh, and and maybe obviously we got to do like Beach Boys type of music. Obviously. Because it's the sand, except there's no water. And that's kind of the conflict. That's like the, it's like you're in town, but like with, with like, we need to find, we, it's in the sand and there needs to be water. Sure. sure. Oh, okay. So yeah. I get it. Yeah. You get it. You get it. Now you Absolutely. got it. I'm with you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the mommy's doing Beach Boy songs. Yeah. Mommy's doing Beach Boy songs. And, um, you know, they're, they're really looking for water and they're throughout the, there's this one great, um, number where you have the mummies and all of these, um, uh, people in Egypt, just like getting the, the reeds to make the pirates. Right. And they're like doing this whole, like, um, kind of like this whole paper dance. Right. It's it's, like, they call it, the the kids like to call it like the paper number because they Uh don't really know you know, what else, like how, how else to call it, but, um, got it. Yeah. You're right. And you know, Chris Vitelli has done all the choreography. It's like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And, um, you know, uh, you have, you have like the guys like, you know, spinning on the papyrus and doing, you know, like newsies like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. But but newsies, but mummies. Oh yeah. (laughs) And and there are elements in there, um, with, you know, uh, of Japanese theater with, with red, with like, um, you know, the oh, like the kabuki? Yeah. so it's like a mix of Kabuki and Egyptian with like the, the, the you know, yeah. With like yeah. all the straps and stuff. And, um, and a little bit of like Olympic ribbon dancing. So like all of that combined, you know, makes this amazing, you know, spectacle it really makes no sense at all, but that's the art of it. Right. Of course. Yeah, so you're like watching this, and you're like, "What the heck is this?" I, what it doesn't matter because it's awesome. Um, and you know, at the end of Act One, you have these giant um, water tanks that spill out from the wings, and they create these waterfalls onto the stage. Um, and they do this whole like praising Ra, the god. Uh, I don't know what the, the I don't know what the the rain god is though, but um, but yeah, or they're well, saying the sun god, but yeah, yeah. So maybe they're saying to hell with you, sun god, and we're now going to worship the rain god, and we're going to dance in the rain, and everybody just like they're stripping their clothes off, and like it's like blackout right as like it's like the um you know like hair, they're like like hair, yeah, you know, with like the, the back silhouette uh, thing. And everyone's oh, like, and the Fulmanti too. Yeah, Fulmanti. Yeah, oh, Fulmanti, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the, the rain. I just looked it up. Oh, the Egyptian, the Egyptian rain god is Tefnut. Tefnut. Sorry. God bless you. What? Yeah. Something like that. I just have to say for a fact that Brian and I actually write musicals, and yet. Adam's musical is 10 times better than what both of us came up with. <laughs> Speak for yourself. The unicorn, I don't even remember the name of it. The unicorn <laughs> club. Oh, goodness. Adam, what is your musical called? Oh, yes. Um, and would you like, like any actors? This is make or break. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's do, let's do the, the leads first. And, okay. Obviously. Yeah. And. Uh, oh, that's a show. Not a person. Patrick Page. Oh, nice. Oh, that's perfect. Right. Yes. Yes. He'll play, he'll play uh, Ramsey's or whatever. Yeah, totally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And Corbin Blue. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, what a good show. Absolutely. High school musical. Yeah. High school me- and the hit song is We're All in This Together. 
That's the name of that one. <laughs> uh, but the name jukebox of jukebox version, so it is from. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's got to be the, the jukebox name. It's got to be like um, Egypt. Let's see, Egypt land. Egypt land. Egypt land. No, that's that's kind of lame. Like Egypt. Egypt, Egypt, Egyptomania. It's got to be Egyptomania. Oh yeah, yeah. I would say, is, and I'm assuming it ends with a mega mix. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Egyptomania. Of course, absolutely. Um, is, I, it I do, really, is it really a good jukebox musical if it doesn't end with mega mix? Yeah, no. Or <laughs> it's not a good one. Yeah, yeah. You have to so get on I've, your feet. Oh, you have to. Yeah. Um, I have a serious question. Yes. Why have we not seen a jukebox musical that like is about a jukebox that plays songs <laughs> that like you know like I feel like it's a it's a like ripe an opportunity. Jukebox. You can go enchanted. You can just go that like it takes place in a bar and the jukebox is broken except for like mm. it plays when like someone needs to express emotion. Like wh- oh, yeah. why is this not a thing? This is sure. like why have jukeboxes not written musicals? Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why, why don't they take this yeah, yeah they don't they don't take this opportunity to really feature themselves if lynn can be in hamilton and in the heights a jukebox can also write a musical and cast themselves <laughs> that's good actually all right so a real question so broadway has been dark i, t- I resent that Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> i haven't had a turn so oh hey yes kimberly's gotta go all right kimberly get a turn well, I am left with a rock musical set in magical realism. <laughs> okay. Um, and so obviously I'm going to take a, a turn from the Dresden Files. Um, mm. A good series that I liked the TV show and no one else did because it got canceled. Um, I like the TV series. I watched it with I watched it with your husband who doesn't like it as much he as hates I did. It, but he loves the yeah. books. Yeah, yeah. And that's why he hates the TV show. I've never read the books. I love the TV right. show. Anyway. That's fandoms in general. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a dark noir magic musical. Um, It's probably like in a black box, like, um, I don't know, like a magic show. Uh, And you're, there's real, like the lead actors doing some real like mentalism things. Mentalism? Mentalist? Sure. Magic. He's doing magic, mm-hmm. um, but he's also solving mysteries. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's an element where he like just starts the show and he's like, I'm really like, I'm my assistant's not here and I need to, I wonder where she is. She must be running late. Okay. And then the whole show um, ends up just being him searching for his assistant. And then at some point the black box kind of busts out and you realize you're in a real big theater and the rest of the show happens. Um, oh. While he has to fight the werewolves that have been holding his assistant captive. Uh, um, and it is called. Um, hmm, it's a rock musical. Right. So there's a lot of like leather jackets and like solos downstage in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And we'll call it like howling for love. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see who's in it. Yeah, well, um, I saw it. Brandon Uranowitz. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would say that. Interesting. And <laughs> you know what? Sure. And Elaine Stritch. <laughs> um, and Cynthia Erivo as the missing yeah. assistant who just gets a lot of songs from like up in her kidnapped balcony. <laughs> She's um, awesome. She's the Linda Edder character. Yeah, but turns out she's been a werewolf the whole time, and she wasn't really missing. She was just luring him to the den. Mm. Uh, um, yeah, and the main song is We're All in This Together, and it's the werewolves as they get pumped up. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, 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 uh. All right, that's been a whole new world. That's amazing. <laughs> hey. Kevin, did you have a super serious question? Yeah, uh, now that we were silly. Yeah, okay, super serious question. So Broadway has been dark for almost a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all excited for it to come back. If you were placed in charge of Broadway coming back and you could make like three new decrees to like set Broadway on a new and exciting path, mm-hmm. what would your three decrees be? 
decrease. Well, first would be making it accessible to everybody. So ticket prices will have to come down. Um, and I'm not sure how that would work financially, business wise, but that's what I would decree. I'll yeah, say you don't. Have, you don't have to figure it out. Figure out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, guys, you figure it out. Yeah, you decree. Yeah, I decree. Uh, so theater for all, right? Uh, second decree would be, um, let's see. I think it should. Uh, I think theater should be. I think there should be. Um, we should go to like the opera schedule and make it like six shows a week and get paid the same amount of money. Okay. Uh, and, and not, and not, uh, you'll go crazy. Right. Uh, not okay. kill yourselves. No more double doubles on the weekend. Yeah. Okay. No, sure, sure, sure. Uh, no more double doubles. Um, we'll, we'll just say that. Uh, and then, um, I think there should be as my final decree, um, there will be some kind of like gladiator setup where we have that, all of the Broadway stars battling each other to yeah. the, not to the death, but like, you know, to like the, the highest note or to a Broadway Olympics, Broad, Broadway Olympics. Yeah. We have the, we have the softball league, but that's kind of lame. Now we got to do something bigger. Oh, you got to step it up. I love yeah. this. I love those three decrees. Yeah. Uh, well, talking about shows, um, do you? Uh, we talked about your favorite show. Do you have a favorite experience seeing a show? It may have not been your favorite show, but like it kind of like changed your DNA walking out. You just had a very like what, however you would define your experience, but it definitely was changed uh, you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why right now uh, "Light in the Piazza" is coming in my head. Um, I love seeing that musical, anything at Lincoln Center. It's just so beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. um, and Adam Gettle's music just kind of really, I, I think because I have a sort of a classical background, you know, playing piano at the conservatory when I was a kid and all that. Sure. And, and his music is, is that sort of in that vein. And, um, and I just thought it was just amazing what he was able to create. Um, and yeah, so I think that kind of just, it gave me a new appreciation for. for did you see Victoria Clark like actually like original cast? Play? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did, I did, and uh, with with Matt Morrison and mm-hmm. and Kelly O'Hara. Yeah, and Kelly O'Hara. Yeah, I like can't yeah. imagine thinking about seeing Victoria Clark on stage actually doing that part. Like that's just oh, like, it was yeah yeah. Too yeah. Much. It was it was great. Yeah, uh, totally. Um. And then uh, before before we uh, head out here, um, uh, my last question for you is what um, – uh, I just forgot it. I had it in my head. I, I have totally one. I forgot it. Yeah, Kimberly, you go. My Let me favorite to ask people from Disney shows is do you have a favorite stage door experience? Because Disney's oh, stage yeah. doors are insane. Stage are. door stories. Stage door stories. Stage door stories with Adam Jacobs. Uh, the stage door – is um yeah it's an experience with disney fans for sure mm-hmm. uh you know I'll, i will always get people coming up saying like disney uh, whole new world was at my wedding you know we, we played it at the wedding um you'd have tons of girls dressed as jasmine but i always loved when the when the boys came dressed as aladdin you know you didn't see those very often and i was just like yeah you know it just made me feel good um and uh of course you know we we brought in people for make a wish um oh, yeah I, yeah you know we, we've i've had so many like touching amazing stories like that um and then you get like the crazy stories too where it's like you know the teens are like yelling and screaming but it's really you got to watch out for or the moms because they're the ones they're like they're they came up with a lot and they're like you know hey um we're gonna be at the at the hotel bar yeah the so. hilton's right right on the same block it is uh, best. <laughs> yeah, right. right <laughs> You're like, well, the diamond in the rough can find me at fifty second and third. I'm so- <laughs> um, yeah. My question from before was going to be what what kind of hobby or you know side hustle? What what's one thing from your quarantine that you like never thought you'd do, but you're all here. You are. Oh yeah, interesting. Um, well, we. I mean, I, I did like a whole Broadway backyard intensive in my backyard. So that oh, was, really, yeah. So for all the local theater kids around Chicago, where I, where I live right now, like mm-hmm. we had all these 
kids who had all their shows canceled, you know, in the spring and, mm-hmm. and they were all bummed. And, and I said to my wife who would, she, she danced at Mary Poppins on Broadway as well. She's probably a performer. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we said, let's, let's do something and we'll space everybody out. So we can, we had like up to 15 people being spaced out and sure. we, we just, uh, we, we did some footloose. We did some Mary Poppins. We did some, uh, friend like me. Uh, so we did all this fun stuff. And the kids just ate it up because they were like desperate for that live experience. So I never thought we would be holding a school in my backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. We did. That's awesome. That's so fun. Thank you so much for taking the time and joining us to talk about all this stuff. Um, Again, just to remind people who are listening, um, check out uh, Behind the Curtain as well as – last call in the doghouse when those are available uh, we'll we'll post about them on our um, on all of our social media as well um, but you can follow us at broad wasted across all social media um, you can find us on patreon as well as facebook join our facebook group we do 30 nerdy stuff um, we always end with a quote and today's quote is do you recall that windy little beach we walked along that afternoon in the fall that afternoon we met a fellow with a concertina sang uh what was the song it's strange what we recall and odd what we forget i heard la da 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 as we walked on the sand (laughs) that is song on the sand from lacage um i i I probably read it very poorly as i typically do um Uh, But you can also, of course, find us on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us there. Five Five stars, stars. please. And thank you. Um, Thank you so much for joining us, Adam. We really, really appreciate it. We're super happy you knew exactly which Adam you were. (laughs) Kevin? Yeah. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, Yeah. Um, You can go to Adam Jacobs NYC uh, on Instagram or Twitter. Adam Jacobs NYC. That's me. Cool. Perfect. Easy. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us. So we raise a glass. And we always end with Zutuapop. Cheers. Cheers. Beer. <laughs> thank you. wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Steggert, Broadway actor and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives. Part interview, part therapy, this is not your typical podcast. We'll go right to the heart of things with some of your favorite artists, what they still struggle with, what lessons they've learned, what they haven't figured out yet. There's enormous power in saying the quiet part out loud. Are you listening? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.